My name is Carl Anthony, and I work in the automotive industry in Detroit. Sometimes that work encompasses future vehicle technology, and that's what we talk about here, for the most part anyway. This is AutoVision News Radio. The 2015 film A Faster Horse, directed by David Gelb, chronicles the story of the 2015 Ford Mustang and the automaker's decision to commit to a redesign despite a nationwide economic downturn. Gelb and his film crew follow then-chief engineer Dave Parasak and his team as they work around the clock to design and build what would become the 50th anniversary of the iconic pony car. While it's a must-see for any Mustang enthusiast, the film is also filled with lessons on perseverance, teamwork, and leadership. As I was listening to our guest this time around on AutoVision News Radio, I kept thinking back to a faster horse. From ADAS to electrification, this is AutoVision News Radio with Carl Anthony in Detroit, Michigan. Jose L. Flores is a dynamic and disruptive leader, currently serving as the CEO of Anchor Automotive, a global tier one supplier of data management and automotive label solutions. Renowned for his multilingual proficiency, disruptive leadership style, and desire to positively impact the greater Detroit area, Jose was recognized as a recipient of D-Business Magazine's 30 in their 30s for 2023. I first learned of Jose and his work on the Automotive Leaders podcast, hosted by that passionate, rebellious farmer's daughter from Wales, Jan Griffiths. Jan, if you're listening, I love your work. I will leave a link in the show notes to Jan's episode with Jose. I know you will enjoy her interview with him as much as I did. Like many in our industry, Jose's love for cars started when he was young, well before he entered the business. The car passion grows in the family. My father has always had classic cars, are more of a sports guy's cars, but he has a Chevy 59 truck, a Ford 56 truck. And I think everything started there, Carl. After that, I saw the Mustang and I really feel drawn to it. And I remember my first Mustang was a very old, beat-up Mustang that my father gave me back when I was on junior high. And I had to do a lot of work, but on my weekends, I used to be working on the car, changing. I, I even remember it, it was a Ford Mustang GT 2003, yellow with a white convertible top. I changed the white convertible top because it was leaking. I changed it to black. And, right. and, and my passion, my weekends, while my friends were out there partying, <laughs> I was working on my car. That, that, that was my passion. I even remember having on my Instagram account a picture of that yellow Mustang and me like working through the weekend. Before he became the CEO of Anchor Automotive, Jose held key leadership roles at the London Consulting Group, a multinational consulting firm that works to boost the profitability of the companies they serve. It took me all over the world. So I did six different countries, five different industries. And my learning curve, it was great because I was working with different cultures, different industries. And the business model that London used to have was, or, or has right now until today, it's very easy. It's three weeks for you to go down there, assess the business, and then six months to turn it around with a return of investment of five to one. Very interesting in my early career days. I used to travel a lot. And then you get old. <laughs> you like to settle down. 
Right. And that's when I decided that it was the time for me to jump into automotive, which was my passion. I always wanted to work for one of the big three when I was in my early career, uh, in my early life. Sure, sure. So I took a job here in Rochester Hills, Michigan at industrial automation. And that was when really my career skyrocketed. I did five years there, but I took a lot of leadership positions because I'm a very dynamic person. So I just, and, and, and that's the consulting mindset as well. I just go there, see the challenges, fix it. And then what's the next challenge and what's the next challenge? The normal customer base for the automation business is a tier one. So my next natural career step was taking uh, over Anchor Automotive. I'm the third acting CEO, but it was a very traditional company. We do data management, software and labels, and there's like, it, it's a very specific niche. Anchor Automotive was founded in 1983, and by 1989, the company was printing and fulfilling orders of Monroney window stickers. Between 1993 and 1997, they expanded into additional labels, including glove box warranty cards, bumper and ramp labels, and safety certification labels. Before the 20th century came to a close, Anchor had debuted WebView in 1999, a solution that allowed OEMs to manage and search their history of label production. Anchor Automotive continued to meet important milestones in the new millennium, launching its full-color digital printers in 2011. These printers would allow Anchor customers to execute a complete redesign of the Monroney window sticker, including vehicle images. And by 2021 and 2022, Anchor Automotive had moved into a new facility with enhanced employee workstations and partnered with several EV customers to expand its label portfolio. On the Anchor Automotive website, there are three solutions listed on the top navigation bar, data management, labeling, and print and fulfillment. After having a better understanding of the history of the company, I asked Jose to walk me through these three solutions. It goes like a supply chain. Data management is the first portion of our business. We do have two different types of labels. The static label, which is the same label for every single car, regardless of the model. And then we have the other more complex ones that are the dynamic labels. And the dynamic labels are very high complex because it's pertaining to the vehicle. So the data changes as the vehicle go. So the data management portion of it is when you're grabbing the data from the automakers and put it into the label because you have different payloads, different weights, different beam numbers. So the dynamic portion of the business, it's the data management portion that we do. We basically call it document composition. We grab the data from different databases and we fit it into a label. And then we have the labeling part of the business, which is all the raw material and inventory, the manufacturing of the label that we can offer to our customers. We normally offer two types of solutions. If we do offer a turnkey solution, we do the data management, the labeling, the raw material, and the printing, and you get an envelope final. Or we do the IPP, which is plant printing model, that I'll do the data management for you. I'll set up the printers. I'll set up the equipment in your facility if you're all over around the world, on the other side of the world, and you'll get the document, and then you just print it out. So that's, that's the labeling and the print and fulfill, as I said, that's the last part. So it's a commodity for customers that we offer that if you don't want to set up an IPP business model, we do everything for you and you just get the final envelope and there you go. Easy peasy, right? In May 2023, Anchor Automotive opened its innovation hub, 
a 2,000-square-foot space within its global headquarters in Troy, Michigan. The Innovation Hub was conceptualized and spearheaded by Jose. At the time of this recording, the Anchor Automotive Innovation Hub is working on the Battery Passport software solution, which tracks and manages critical information throughout the entire life cycle of new electric batteries. Likewise, the Innovation Hub will also launch the Monroney Editor, which will allow automakers to edit documents on the fly to avoid wasting raw materials. We have a customer that exports vehicles into the U.S. And guess what? If you buy a car and then the car is already on the boat and you and you decide to change the components of the car or add maybe like a roof rack or, a roof rack or the skateboard, the Moroni sticker is not valid anymore and you can't take that car out of the port. So we said like instead of building them the, the window sticker, putting it into the car, we came up with the Moroni editor, which you can change it in, in real time. And once it gets to the port, with our IPP system, you get the final label and you save raw material, you save labor, and you get the final deal without changing and throwing stuff away that it's outdated. So that's the perfect example for the Moroni editor. In A Faster Horse, there is this excellent scene. It's near the end of the movie. The camera's in the back seat, and Dave Parasak is driving a Mustang through Metro Detroit. And he's talking about how even the most intelligent people can be held back by their inhibitions and fears. And one of those fears is a fear of failure. But be that as it may, people will go to great lengths as long as they have a support system. And as he's driving, Parasak uses the analogy of a limb on a tree. And that people on your team, they will go out on that limb as long as they know you're standing at the bottom to catch them if it breaks. As Jose described the Innovation Hub, I kept thinking back to a faster horse and this scene in particular, and especially since Jose talked about his old Mustang. We know the phrase, failure is not an option. But what if we change that? Instead of failure is not an option, what if we said failure is an opportunity? It was a very clear moment for myself when I came up with the Innovation Hub. I was on a meeting room and I was ruminating about Anchor doesn't have a space that will help you to create, to innovate, because it's very difficult for you to come up with, a, with ideas if you're in a meeting room or you're in an office. Like if the space is made for it, it's easier for you to be in that innovation uh, mindset, if you want to call it that way. You need to create a room that builds a sense of purpose, but also encourages people to fail. Fail is a wonderful teacher, you know, and I always say fail fast, fail often, fail forward. Because if you're not failing, you, you, you will never be successful. You need to fail so you learn from it. For you to be able to create and fail, there's no bad ideas. It's a penny a dollar idea, a million dollar idea. But I just want people to feel encouraged that they can speak out loud their ideas. When you talk to Jose, it's easy to see his passion for cars and people. In Jose, you see a person who wants to be a disruptive and dynamic leader at every turn. You see a person that wants to create a place where people are proud to work. You see a person who wants to uplift the community around them. And when I look at Jose's life and career, the Innovation Hub is this wonderful outward expression of everything he stands for. Millennials are 35% of the working force right now. And Gen Zs are five percent, but they're coming very fast. So that's forty percent of your of your working force here in the U.S. And they're looking for something different. They're looking for something dynamic. 
They're looking something that breaks away the traditional model or the traditional leadership model, how we as leaders inspire people, right? Because if you want to achieve greatness, I think you achieve greatness once you inspire someone and that person inspires another person and it goes on and on and on. So part, and, and, and that's also part of the hub. It's something that is very dynamic. We have movable, Every, everything is movable. You won't have the same space. You won't be at the same space. You can be here or there, different desks, different setups, different environments, different people, different skill sets. So part of our culture movement is to attract and retain talent. And some of the initiatives that we're doing besides the Innovation Hub is, for example, we just launched our platform called Bonusly. And that's basically a rewarding platform. And, and, and it's trying to tackle those pillars that we believe in as a company. So the wellness pillar, for example, if you do 12,000 steps per day, you get points, anchor points. That's how we call them. So everything is based on rewards and also peer-to-peer -peer recognition. If we think that someone that is my peer did a very good job on a meeting, we, we could re recognize him, also anniversaries, birthdays. And then once you have the points, you can either give points to your peers or you can exchange them uh, and put them on your PayPal account, or you can go to the Anchor store and, and change it for swag, or you can donate it to charity. The, the possibilities are limitless with that bonusly platform. So that's part of our culture movement that we're trying to do to attract and retain talent as a company. As a young leader with many more years ahead, I asked Jose what he would like to see for Anchor in the future. I was just down at the Mackinac Policy Conference and Richard Florida said something that stuck with me and it's creative destruction. So it's creating something through destruction. And that happened when we were used to have horses and carriages and then we took them away and we started with the vehicles. I think my legacy, I want to take Anchor to the next level. I want to take away that we're a 40-year traditional company that we do label. And if you ask around, that's no longer the story. We're an automotive software company that is growing with me because I'm Anchor and Anchor is myself. And what I want to accomplish is just keep growing for example, the battery password, which is our flagship uh, product that we're working right for right now is, hey, I created the, the battery password and guess, guess what? It's on every single car now. That's what I want my legacy to be. Take this company and just keep growing. See the links in the show notes to learn more about Anchor Automotive. AutoVision News Radio is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and more. In Detroit, alongside Jose Flores, I'm Carl Anthony, AutoVision News Radio.